it's your girl Grace Oben. Welcome to Magnetize. Are you a dream builder? We are here to help you embark on your life-changing journey. Remember, whatever your mind can conceive, you have the power to achieve. Are you ready to make your dream a reality? Let's do it! Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to Magnetized Podcast. It's your girl, Bruce Oben. I have today here the most amazing guest you can ever imagine, Heather Andrews. This is one lady that when you meet, your life make a 360 turn. <laughs> and I have the honor, I have the privilege to have her today on my podcast. So Heather Andrews is the founder of Get Your, Visi Your Visible Publishing, founder of Get You Visible Publishing, creator of Empire Authors Academy. Heather is also a speaker and 14-time best-selling uh, Amazon author and publisher. She believes in the power of creating your own story and has helped over three Hundred authors share their unique stories and wisdom with the world. With 50 plus books published under her company and 80% of them reaching number one best selling. I told you, she is a firebomb. Welcome, Heather Andrew, the beautiful Heather Andrew. Welcome. Uh, you know, it's amazing to have you here. It's an honor, Heather, to, to have you here today on my podcast. How are you doing? I am doing extremely well, and I'm super excited to magnetize for the next 30 minutes with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the word, magnetize. Yeah, Heather, I love now, the word. It's great. It's a great, it's a great title for a pod podcast. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I, I believe in attracting the life that you want, attracting yeah. what you want, and believing knowing that you have the power you have the ability to make that your reality so i always say to people if your world is not to your pleasing and you prefer a different reality you've got the power to transform everything you do it's quite amazing it's it's a process to get there though absolutely it is yeah it and is a beautiful process and i think the beauty about that process is, is who we become mm -hmm. right not just the um the the not just the life that you create but who you create in the process mm -hmm. of creating that life who you become in the process of creating that life i think that's the most beautiful aspect of it all mm -hmm. so he uh, heather let's let's dive right in okay because if me and you start here we will we will <laughs> Heather is pregnant with wisdom. So Heather, what does magnetizing your dream life means to you? And how do did you discover that? I think it's the energy you give out. And I think sometimes we become very familiar in what we want and what we're familiar with. And to step outside of that comfort zone to even think that something is possible is foreign to women and men for that matter. And 
and you'll discover that later on one of my core values about doing everything that I do is modeling the way for my three kids because I never wanted them to stay stuck in relationships, stuck in jobs, stuck in a life that they never wanted. And how do you do that? You have to model the way. And so there's been some bold decisions made and but my kids know that I'll never stay in something that isn't serving me. And I will always choose them, for, you know, for sure, because they're my kids, but I will always choose what's best for me because what's best for me is best for everyone usually involved, right? There's usually a bit of a ripple, but it's, um, if something's not working, there's a reason for it. And that's how you magnetize that start that magnetism process is just not just recognizing that you don't have to stay stuck where you are. There's options. I love that. There are options. Too many. You options. get to decide. You get to decide the life mm -hmm. you want. You get to decide what you want. I I, I like that. So, uh, what is the greatest obstacle you've um, overcome in your pursuit of your dream life, and oh, how did you navigate it? <laughs> there was so many. I think the probably the greatest obstacle really was, um, well, there's been several obstacles, but probably the one that set the trajectory in a different direction was um, when I got restructured out of my healthcare management job. Mm -hmm. And I went to a networking event and about a year later, and I met amazing women and I found hope that day. And I landed up being open to becoming an entrepreneur because I saw what was being established in that room and mm -hmm. I got to write in a book. And once I wrote in that book, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And it really changed my perception of my own story because it, it made me think that I had something to offer in this world. So I never thought that I would own a publishing company, a publishing agency. I didn't ever think I would lead a woman's networking company for the two years that I did. And I didn't, and I really didn't ever think that I was, I was going to be a manager for the rest of my life. But the things that I learned in there were identity. And you are more than your six digit income, five digit income, four digit income, whatever. You're more than someone else's mom. And you have, and you as an individual have to stay in that individual lane, but you can go out and serve larger, model the way, and really emulate what you want in this world just by staying in your own truth and, and knowing that your soul is doing what it's supposed to do. And th that's really what it's been about is figuring out who Heather is and who any of us are really and moving in those spaces of what we want because then everything else falls into place because we magnetize, we, we attract like, and we can, we can say no to the unlike, right? And I think that's kind of how you move through the obstacle. And one of the other things is that throughout the choices and we get to decide is that the solution's already there. Absolutely. You know, and I think that comes from the trust in divine, the trust in God and just really getting in that playing field of the solution's already there. You've got to learn the lessons. And so when you get a hit of an obstacle, you kind of go, really? Again? Seriously? You're doing this to me again? Okay, hmm. let's, okay, bring it on. Let's go learn some more lessons so we can go out and teach some mentorship. You know, I mean, how, how else do you, how else yeah. do you view it? 
how else can you view it? Absolutely. It's so amazing. Like I always say to people, our script are already written. You just mm -hmm. need to align. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that does not mean that the challenges will not come. That was never promised to any of us. No. But I think it's about what you do with the challenges mm -hmm. that you 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 face, how you how you process it, how you analyze it. Are they happening to you? Mm -hmm. Do you see it like, oh my gosh, what is going on? What have I done to deserve all of this? Gosh, it came to you because you have the answer. You have the ability, right, to overcome. Mm -hmm. You know, no difficulty, no challenge will come to anyone who does not have the answer. But we just need to, to sit back and say, okay, mm -hmm. what is this in what is this about? Yeah. What is this trying to, to say to me? What is this trying to communicate to me? What's the lesson in this? Mm -hmm. What 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 is the the, the what is what is uh this thing? this trying to tell me is this a wake-up call is this some something you know there is there, those speed bombs and 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 stop signs i always say the speed bombs are not there to tell you make a u-turn and go back the speed bombs are there to say slow down think well and then you take off you mm -hmm. taste not saying make a u-turn right i think sometimes there's a time for a u-turn but I but i usually think you know, before you make the U-turn, think about what direction that you're going. You're yes. better off and just stay the course and go right, go left, yeah. kind of, you know, twisty turny, but yeah. you never want to go back. It's, it, I always yes. say when, and we'll get to this one in a second, but when you, when I left my marriage of 24 years mm -hmm. and, you know, he's like, come back. I'm like, no, you can never go back. Because the trust, the the dynamic, the you know, it, it's never the same. And I mean, I hand it to people who can who separate and can go back, and they can become better. Um, but in anything that I've ever done, it's I'm never repeating the same thing twice. Wow, wow, I'm just not. And um, and that's been my. It's like I can never go back. Mm -hmm. I can only make things right moving forward. And I've always led every decision that I have led, I've led with love, mm -hmm. you know, pretty much. And because I have to, and I've always said, don't burn a bridge. <laughs> and, you know, in that, um, there has been some bridges burnt just because that was the way that it went. Um, but I really do try to, I live my life from space of love and gratitude. And that has come from that, mental that mental mindset has yeah. come because of some of the obstacles overcome yeah absolutely I, I, and i like i like what you said about sometimes we can make a u-turn you're right if you realize you've gone far you've, you've missed your exit yeah and a u-turn is the only way to go back and get it right exactly. then you can make that u-turn and um and something about burning bridges, you know, yeah, uh, we, we were told uh, that don't burn your bridges. But Heather, the truth is there are some bridges that needs to be burned. If, mm -hmm. if a bridge, it's, it's not taking me to, it's not connecting me to where I want to go and it's causing me pain, 
that I don't think I'm going to lose anything burning that bridge because that bridge is no longer serving me anyways. No. Right. No. So, um, yeah, go ahead. No, no, I just was, I think the best analogy that I can really say is, um, the online dating world is the best, is the best one with that. Like, um, I could probably write a book on just all those experiences, but, um, but, you know, anyway, it's, but sometimes, bur- you know, but it can even be that, you know, without intentionally burning something, it's, it's, yeah. it's a two way street, right? Absolutely. And how someone perceives it to how someone, you know, and then there's just not burning the bridge, but just not having an interaction with that person anymore. Absolutely. Because it, it wasn't serving either of you, but sometimes the other person doesn't necessarily see it. Absolutely. You know, if you're not whole in in a relationship, whether it be personal, romantic work or business, Mm -hmm. if you're not in alignment, it's not serving either of you. Absolutely. I agree 125% if there is something like that. Yeah, 150%. We can go 150% today because, you know, there's just ripples, right? In every decision that you make, there's there's ripples. Just as. That mm-hmm. is absolutely so true. So uh, what do you think is the role of mindset and belief system? Uh, what do you think it plays? What role does that play in um, attracting your dream life? And how do you work on strengthening uh, your mindset and your belief system? Mm-hmm. I have a mentor. And I believe that because they've gone before me, they've achieved things that that I've that I am striving to. Because it, you know, and depending on where you are in the spectrum of attracting your life, and you know where you are in your life, you have some people that are just beginning to build their dream life. You have some people who have achieved dreams, lost dreams, and then have to rebuild their dreams. And you have those ones that just you know skyrocketed along the way, and and they are living their dream life. And so. I think it's, um, you know, but you always have to stay in the space of you can deal with the what is, but Mm -hmm. it's what I want, what I desire, what I long to have. And, you know, there is the be, do, have, right? Be who you Mm -hmm. want to be, do what you want to do, have what you want to have or have what you're going to have what you want. And so I believe in that because it's like you have to be the person to attract the higher level frequency stuff in your life. And you always and it's and. And I always taught my kids to take the high road anyway. And I think that if you, there's a behavior, there's um, a, a mindset there that this is what I want. Mm-hmm. And you just have to clear the path because if we're all, conf- if we're sitting there going, you know, from business to business, to business, to career, to career, career, and, and never really straining the path, the, the path gets confused. And then it's like, well, what do you want? <laughs> and just as an example, um, you know, when I was in the midst of building my company, what was what was clear to me was I always worked. I worked. I stayed working in healthcare because it was just it was a license. It was a way to build my business faster. It was um, it was a way to build my business faster because I had revenue stream and I, I didn't have to worry about anything. I just took all the money that came into my company, paid all the people that I needed to pay and put in the systems that I needed to put in so that I could grow. And I've always stayed. And, but the thing is, is in that space, it was always, what do you want next? What do you want next? And it was just always building in the space. And you had to have to deal with the what is every day. Like, you know, yes, I'm walking into my job or yes, I'm walking, I'm taking my kids to daycare or whatever, but I want this bigger house. I want this nicer car. And it's like, how do I get there? 
And I think when you have the, the business plan that shows you bigger, you can attract bigger. And whenever I needed money in those early, early days, it, it always came in the form of an extra shift or mm-hmm. an extra, because it was familiar and it was just, it was like, oh yeah, okay, I need money. I, you know, and the extra shifts would come. Now it's like, oh man, okay, I want to take an upgrade to this next system. What do I need to get there? Okay, well, I need $10,000. Okay, well, how's that money going to come? And, and because it's easy now to mm. attract that because you know that easiness comes when you need something, the money comes easier than just an x-ray shift or just it comes in the capacity of, you know, money or it comes in the capacity of clients or comes in the capacity of referrals because you've cleared the path and you know how to get what you want Mm -hmm. and there is no magical formula in that it is a learned it is a learned process it is a learned um but you know but it's being bold it's being able to walk into that jaguar dealer and say yes i am looking at this car because one day i'm gonna have it yeah and one day I'm going to, you know, and it's amazing to me at how many people will let you sit in this car, even if you just stand there and just say, <laughs> I'm, I'm working toward this car. And it's amazing to them because they want to help you achieve the dream, right? Absolutely. And, and the beautiful part and the most beneficial part about being an entrepreneur and working your way into having that life is really that state of knowing and that state of knowing and you could have more Absolutely. And, and you can just have more. And when you have the creativity, which you can have in your business, one of them, one of my mentors always said to me was you can, if you're striving or if you're struggling and you have a tight month or something, create a project, create a project in your business so that you can create the revenue that you need to take to the next level. And that's what I've always done. I've always just created a project. It's like, well, you know what? We can go do this. We can create a mastermind. We can create, we can bring like mind together. We can grow together. Mm -hmm. We can do this. Mm -hmm. And you have to be, and I think when you step into that space of magnetism, in order to magnetize what you want, you've got to clear the path and get rid of all the stuff that isn't serving you. And, you know, and, and, and it's evident because, you know, as soon as I got rid of one thing, like this week's been amazing because I clean, you know, I cleared out some other projects and then all of a sudden it was like, there was capacity to serve. Right. So and this is huge. And that's how you start to magnetize is by clearing the path of the things that you don't want. Absolutely. By saying no to the things you don't want. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes it's, it, it can be scary mm-hmm. because we, we think, Oh, what if, even though I can see it, I can see this is useful or this is, the thing, what if it is? What if I'm too quick to clear the path? What if, what if this decision I'm about to take is the wrong decision? What if, but just what if? And those what ifs will never go away. Yeah, but what if it's the right decision? What if the right, exactly. And what so if you jump from the, the cliff risk, and you soar? Risk bearing. That's you know? where the risk bearing comes and, in, right? And, and sometimes... You know, and this is one of the things that I've always beat myself up a little bit about is, well, that didn't go so well. And, but it's like, okay, what did you look, what did, you know, might, it might not have gone so well, but it's learning. I didn't know what I didn't know. And, 
you know, and, and I think the biggest piece of any of us needs to understand is that if you're married and you have a beautiful husband who supports everything in you do and all of the things, then that's fine. But most of the women that I know have been, have been gutted, have been um, left and they had to, you know, not, I won't say fight because that's not in the energy that I, but they've had to be, become more resilient. They've had to, you know, work harder to achieve the things that they have and and i think when you realize that that self-reliance is huge and i never and i think one of the days when somebody and and we don't know how people are perceiving us either and i think and i think staying humble is a very space is a great space because somebody said to me once you are self-made you've been through the bumps but you walk with victory and i thought yeah but i'm nowhere near where i want to be and, and but it doesn't matter. You're walking your walk with victory. You get to decide, and you can change that story. You can change so that you are living that magnetizing life. You yeah. just have to get out of the clutter. That's the biggest thing I can say, and that's the biggest lesson yeah. I can learn. And is there going to be some months when you go, well, that bank account doesn't look so great? Yeah, but you know what? It comes. Yeah, it comes. And yeah. you always have to stay on point to that yeah. and, and just know what you want and always stay of integrity. And that's yeah. just, and just come at it from a space of love and gratitude and just lead with it because, you know, getting, I mean, I've been angry. My default mechanism was anger. I, when I did an emotional intelligence test, my default when I got restructured out was anger. And I never really, and I know when I was in management, one of the things that I always said was, seriously, like, who are we kidding? <laughs> and everybody was, and, and when I sat in a course one day and the lady's like, well, that's really negative. And I went, are you kidding me? <laughs> and, and she, and she said, and the lady goes, yeah, it's kind of negative. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm never saying that again, <laughs> but you know, <clears throat> you know, and uh, apparently, um, you know, the, um, yeah, anyway, there's a lot of things. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. You know, energy is everything. Yeah, energy is. is everything. And it's really important that we pay attention to the energy that we're putting out there. Because mm-hmm. that's that's just what we're going to get back yeah. in, in return. You know, I, I, it's so funny because one of one of mine is like, are you really kidding me now? Like, are you kidding <laughs> me now? <laughs> When I when I say that, know that I'm really losing it. Like, are you are you like seriously? Like, I. <laughs> but anyway, so <laughs> so Heather, talk to me. So what are what are the, what's the most courageous decision you've made that significantly impacted your life, business, or career? You know, when I made the decision to leave, I've been married twice. When I made my decision to leave my first husband. I was in, uh, you know, just a non, it was just not a great marriage. I was 20, I got married when I was 20 and I left when I was 24. I got on a, I got on a plane and I got high and I went to Saudi Arabia. Wow. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I remember the lady when I was on the plane to Toronto, she's like, honey, you don't have to cry so hard. It's only Toronto. You're only a flight away. And I'm like, but I'm not going to Toronto. I'm going to Saudi for a year. But I was so darn excited. I was so excited. I just had to get past the point of leaving my mom and dad at the airport. But I was so excited to be out of that marriage. I was so excited to be living 
on my own. And I was so excited that I was going to get to travel and live and live a life where people did not know me. Hmm. And I could be accepted for who I was, what I believed in my work ethic. I mean, now funny, having said that, okay, I'm I'm talking about I'm going to Saudi Arabia, right? Where it's, (laughs) you know, the most repressive, most, you know, Islamic lawed state where women can be. But I found freedom there. Hmm. I found freedom, I found myself, I found friends, I found, you know, the next husband. And I was able to travel and and really learn like I went to Egypt and Jordan and Dubai and Europe and Nepal and all these beautiful places and I got to see with inside Saudi Arabia as well and because we were we had visitor visas and we could go on the trips from the hospitals and stuff and mm-hmm. it was such a you want to talk about magnetizing and I didn't even know about magnetizing anything I just made a decision and I was going to do it and the universe followed and I think wow. that's the magical recipe is right is just I want something different and I think yeah. when we're 20 something we don't have a lot to lose and if we yeah. can and I always said that if we could take that openness of our youth and just keep that in our world and in that belief system it's amazing what we can achieve. Yeah. And, and um, I think one of the biggest lessons my oldest son taught me was, um, it was mom, I asked him one day, I said, what are you going to do? And when he grew up and he goes, mom, it's okay, I'm going to create my own success. And I thought, why can't we all view that? I'm going to create my own success. Now success is going to look something to different to every single one of us. But the first Christmas um, as a family, um, we did have Christmas together after I left because that was the promise, because that was the kids' biggest thing was, you know, we can't be going back and forth between you guys have to have Christmas. And I was like, we can do that. And my kids got me this big, huge picture, like huge picture frame. And it had all the pictures of, you know, them growing up and it had my book covers in the scent of it. And it was family around the outside. And at the bottom of it, it said, I'm going to create my own success, you know, love Tessa, Shane and Spencer. And, you know, it was really an, an in that moment, I knew that, and that was 2019, 18, 18. And, and I said that that was the whole thing was, I knew that I'd made a decision and my decision was respected. And it was, um, and it was respected. Hmm. And my kids were going to be okay. And they and they and everything that I've taught them in every event that I've had, and they've been to because they've all been there you know, and that's the beautiful piece in that is that they've all been there and they've witnessed it and you can see it in how they behave in their, in their careers today, because they look at things from a totally different perspective. And so when we can model that and that becomes our value point, that's, that's where you find your courage is in that truth. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I I have never heard someone say I'm gonna create my own success. That's <laughs> that's so much wisdom. Well, it was a and just being random dinner like... to themselves. Mm-hmm. And 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 it's so it's because the, the the normal thing is we we ask our kids uh, our children is who are you gonna be and then they go and say oh I'm gonna be this I'm gonna be that and, and sometimes that it changes it the things they, they change that that their mind as they grow up they're like I don't think I want to be that. I really, this is what I really, who or what I really want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's amazing for, for your for your son to have said, I'm going to create my own success. In, in, in other sense, in another uh, words, <coughs> I'm going to build, as I grow up, as I 
developing wisdom and knowledge and understanding, I will create what I really want from that place of knowing and understanding, right? It's, it's amazing. That, that was mind blowing. So what's the most memorable failure you've experienced and how did you shape, how did it shape your path? <laughs> I think the most memorable failure, um, I don't know if, I never look at failures as failures. I really don't. Um, I think I learned at a young age when I went into a restaurant and I had to clean the toilets. I was like, yeah, that's not for me. Anyway, aside from that, and then I knew I was never going to be, I, and, you know, and I, I knew that I had to do it, but I, and I did do it and, you know, but it was a, it was a great learning curve, but I think the most memorable failure, I don't know if it was a failure as much as it was just lack of planning, maybe. Mm. And it, and, and really it was COVID that day that the world got shut down and there was no emergency operation capital because everything got put into the money money wasn't there and we lost we lost our event we lost our we, there was no fail safe and so i think in all of that having that that financial planning having that financial backup to if something does go wrong you have a you have a, a cushion um and that and just really like so many people say they don't want to live their numbers they don't want to um deal with the numbers in their business they don't want to deal with the financials they don't want to they don't know where their money is going well the only thing i can really say to you is you you need to get yourself out of you need to get your head out of your on that one and really look at your money plan your money have your emergency business backup, your emergency backup for life, your emergency backup. And I know that there's, you know, people who struggle day to day with that, but even if it's something, yeah. right. And, and I think that's on that financial front, it's just have your backup plan for your mm -hmm. business, have your insurances, have your, you know, and just really have that financial backing because in order to grow your business, you need it. In order to take risks in your business, you need it. And, mm -hmm. you know, and and just really, because sometimes even though you attract, you manifest you, and you have no problem with that, sometimes that money doesn't come when you think it should. Yeah. And so you need to be able to operate from that place of, um, you know, of you have the operating costs and then you have your backup plan. And that's really is having that backup cushion in your business is probably the best thing that I can ever say. I think that's, that's so, that's so wise. It's, it's awesome. a little different maybe than what you were, um, because I think my, my biggest financial challenges have come since being an entrepreneur and, yeah. um, and being a, a solo, a solo woman in today's world. Mm -hmm. And, and just taking and, and risking big. And yeah. sometimes it didn't always, you know, and now it's like, that is, that's the thing that I've learned is your cushion. You've got to have your cushion. You have to. Yeah. And I like the way you, 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 and you, you spoke about it because, um, so as, uh, I think it's opera was said this, um, that, um, Failure. No, it's not opera. Someone, someone else. 
I'm not sure who that person is, but he says, um, when we fail or failure is um is a is a is a kind of feedback. <laughs> it's a kind of feedback we got. <laughs> but we we need to pay attention to that feedback. Like you said, you you believe it was more poor planning. Mm-hmm. That was a feedback you got from, mm-hmm. from that experience, right? Mm-hmm. So if we see failure as a feedback, then we will always sit back and say, okay, what did I miss? Mm-hmm. What happened? What do I need to change? What do I need to tweak? Mm-hmm. But if we see it as more like, um, oh, um, this was not for me anyways. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just the universe giving me some sign that you I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't pursue this then that's where we miss it. But when we see it like a feedback and we're like, ah, okay, let me sit back. Let me go back on the drawing board and see what went wrong here. Mm -hmm. What can I do moving forward? Just like, Mm -hmm. just like you did. So yeah, go ahead. Do you want to say say that that's a podcast just on its own? (laughs) Wow. Like that's a podcast on its own because when you think about, okay, so 10 years in business, right and you think about all of the things and you know the lessons learned the and it's the feedback that you got absolutely and i think the biggest piece and i think that's one of the things in the in one of the biggest mistakes not not mistakes learning curves in the early on when i was in my world of entrepreneurship it was having those right people because your your facebook as soon as you say you're an entrepreneur you get all these ads for all these all these things and you think yes i want to be a speaker i'm going to go buy that yes i want to do this and i'm going to go buy that and yes i'm going to go do this and i'm going to go buy that and then before you know it your credit card is racked to the max and and it's like okay it. <laughs> yeah okay what do i need to do to not do that again <laughs> right yeah. because you're just hungry for learning right and yeah. you know and even today it's like you know I, there's a program that i would love to do but it's like no it'll be there every six months she opens a new a new thing and right now I need to do a b c and d and e and then and if I don't and and right now and if I can't pay cash for something I don't do it Hmm. I do not live in a world of credit anymore Hmm. I just don't I have my one business credit card that I use and if I can't pay for it I don't get to do it wow that's that's amazing and and it, it's so funny about what you just said about um, the excitement when you just get into this whole entrepreneur <laughs> world. I, I experienced this. I, I was I was chatting with with a friend the other time, and they were telling me, "Oh, they need to sign up. They need to do this." And I'm like, "You want to step back? And do you really need to do it now?" Mm-hmm. And when they were trying, I said, "I have been through that. Mm-hmm. There were online courses that I signed up for that I didn't even go through." And I see the next ad I wanted. I see the next one. <laughs> I found myself with 10 online courses. And I'm thinking, which one do I go through first? Yeah. And then you you find yourself in that deep because it's, it costs money. You you've paid, yeah. you've paid, it's it's gone. Right. And then you find yourself in that place where mm-hmm. you just keep spending, 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 and the, the income is not increasing. Yeah. But your spending habit has has tripled, yeah. right? That that's just heading towards uh, heading towards a financial disaster. Yeah, and I think the other thing is is that there's always going to be somebody that will appear when you 
need them. And it doesn't really matter if you are five, six, five digit, seven digit, there's always going to be the mentor that you need. And I think that is the, is the lesson in all of that is what do you need right now to move this forward? And it's no different than in the world of book publishing. It's like, you know what? That's why I do the get you starting stuff because I'm like, you know, when you're ready to write this book in the academy, you're darn straight. It's an investment. You can come into the academy. We'll coach you. However, you know, but we want the people that are ready to go. And that's a fit. And because there's a cost when something doesn't fit. And I do, and I do the get you writing stuff because get you started writing masterclasses and things like that, because it gets people in that space of dreaming. And I have a touch point of probably seven times with people before they even that, that will convert into a program with me. And so this is where I meet people where they're at and, and I, because you've got to be ready to take this journey. And I think that, and that's, and from, you know, like my perspective, it's yes, I want to work with people that are ready to take this journey. And, and I want to be ready to take a journey with the person that I want to work with. And you don't need everything all at the same time. Absolutely. You don't, you absolutely know you need what you need to get you to that next space. And then you can, you know, you can, can go and then you can, then you can go. And that's probably been the biggest lesson in all of that was just thinking that I needed everything all at once because I didn't have the capacity to do it. And sometimes when people say, oh, well, you're a right fit to work with me. It's like, yeah, but you're not a right fit for me right now. And that's okay. Yeah. And, and, be, and be okay in that, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and there's it, just a lot of things in the business world and the entrepreneurial space in order to attract that, that magnetizing life that, that you just got to say, okay, yeah, I'm magnetizing that right now. And, and because things will come to you yeah, because you thought about it. And then, and, but when things don't click and you're bashing your head, if, if things don't click, chances are you got to go back and figure it out. And when things click, yeah, it's, it, and even though you might have, when things click to a higher level is what I'm saying, like not the day-to-day stuff, but the things when mm-hmm. they click to work to that higher level, that's yeah. when it's right. Absolutely. It's so amazing. Just, just something interesting I want to share. I remember talking about what we just said about asking yourself, what do I need now? Mm-hmm. It's, I remember when I just graduated and I had this thought of working in this office and all this stuff. I went to the mall, bought suits, <laughs> bought clothes in anticipate, like planning in the future, mm-hmm. my future job. And they end up not working in a in a position that I needed those clothes. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's so true how we spend time, spend money on things that we really don't need right now. Mm-hmm. Whereas at that time, I the best question would have been, Grace, what do you need right now? Yeah. Right? Not in yeah. two years, not in one year, six months, three months, right? Well, I mean, I'm losing weight and um, I was looking at some really cool things yesterday and I'm like, <laughs> So I went and bought, I bought a sweater because the sweater will fit no matter what. And because I wanted to celebrate that I'd gone down a size. And I thought, you know what, this sweater will, will fit in another 20 pounds gone. But the one jacket, I know it was like, "Mm, no, 
right? I don't want that size of that jacket because if, you know, but I did go out and buy the ultimate pair of jeans of the size I wanted to be because then yeah. that's my gauge. That's my yeah. gauge of what I know I need mm -hmm. to work toward. Mm -hmm. And so there's, there's ways to measure what you're mm -hmm. doing. And then there's things to celebrate the now, right? Absolutely. And, and I mean, I'm, and I'm, I mean, I'm not great on all of this. I just know it works for me and yeah. how I, and, and I put those jeans on every couple of weeks and go, okay, yeah, every 10 pounds. It's like, oh, get it because <laughs> one day I know that I'm going to be able to get those suckers done up. And yeah. oddly enough, when I did my last event, the pair of pants that I wore on stage, I could not get on this, the event before. Wow. And so I, and, and I, and it was just by trial and, you know, like by that's what I wore and it was like, wow, okay, this is good. This is good. We're, 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 we're doing okay. You know, but it was, <laughs> but it was evidence and, you know, and, you know, like, this, like there's just such a big mystery in the world of the, um, there's a big world in, and a lot of it boils down to self-love. And I didn't love myself enough to take myself seriously to, you know, to lose the 25 pounds and, and all of the things. But until I saw the pictures and went, wow, okay. Wow. You know, and yeah, it's just, it's just funny. Just things in life that just make you go, hmm, okay. Yeah. yeah. Something is changing. Yeah, something's changing. So it's good. So um, how, how do you, how do you remain <coughs> focus or uh, remain motivated and focus on your dreams especially in during challenging time you know um i think i viewed it by cost hmm. and if i had shut down when i was ready to shut down during covid um it would have cost me more to get out of it than it was worth it to stay in it <laughs> so so i stayed in it and then um then I took a bit of a hiatus from the world of publishing and went into something else and did that for the two and a half years. And that was an amazing experience. And, but it just wasn't, but I, but my business, but my publishing company was always calling me back. Mm -hmm. It was always calling me back. And, and then finally, when I got clear on what I saw, you know, women struggling with, you know, after I led them and created a community with them, it was the transformation of storytelling. And that's really what led me to create my Empire Authors Academy was, A, I wanted to write my book, but um, I could see the transformation that happened right before me when women stepped into community, women stepped into their story, they changed their story, they published their story. And even from like doing video reels to, you know, publishing an article to, um, and seeing the excitement and all of that, I thought, I, I want to serve in a, in a larger way. I want to mm -hmm. serve in... Um, and I really want to take people to the top of their books and let that really be a business for them or a revenue stream. And, and that, and that was where my calling was. And I was called back into the world of publishing and speaking to story and because it all starts with changing our story. Hmm. And so, and I never, ever stopped publishing. I just, you know, slowed it down a little bit, but I've always been called into the world of publishing <laughs> always. And it's really now that I've got, you know, we're starting our second group in our academy and it's where my heart sings the loudest. When it clicks, it just clicks and <laughs> the people come and once, you know, but I needed the people to help me create the vision because I said, I said this is what I want, I, but I don't know what this looks like. 
And it was Christine Johansson here in Calgary that came up with the the the, the branding around it, the branding name, the and what it and what it and then we just took it and ran with it. And we had to develop the programs for it. We had to, but she came up with the name of it. And and she's the one that taught me that I can be bold and I can step into this space. And when I saw it, I cried because it was so beautiful. And I, and she said to me, she says, if you're going to have this type of program, Heather, you got to have this type of branding. It has to look like a four-digit program, a five-digit program, because you're a five-digit coach. And I was like, wow. Okay. Wow. And it was the slap, the kick, and the, and so I'm very grateful for her because she's the one that called it. And Rosalind Fung, another one, called it. And, you know, and then other people have seen it too. And when people see you in that way, you kind of go, okay, well, I guess I got to kind of pull up my bootstraps here and show up in that way because that's how people see me. And sometimes we don't see how people see us. We just don't because we're so in our own bubble, right? And, and that's, that's the long and the short of it is I lead with heart and I serve um, my people in a, in a very large way. And and that's, I think, where my ego had to come out of it as well, was I'm here for a bigger purpose, and it's not just about me. It's about everybody that I serve, or the community that I build, the people that were attracted to, um, you know, our events and things like that, because that was, that's tangible stuff. And when I see people, you know, stand on stage and speak, and and they're there because I told them that they had a story and the opportunity was there. It, or, And then when they want to publish their own book, it's like, yes they're right <laughs> absolutely and, you know and and that's the biggest transformation that there is is just stepping into something bigger than yourself and knowing that you can do it knowing that you've got what it takes to do it even though <clears throat> even though you're not you're not you don't know everything you need to know Mm-mm. just just step and, in and you might step just and, and, and you're going to probably rebrand seven times and you're going to have clients that don't mesh with you and you're going to get complaints and whatever else but at the end of the day just lead with integrity lead with love lead with and and just serve your clients well and yeah. respect respect the people who've gone before you that's it that's so true so are there any specific rituals or routines you incorporate into your daily life to align with your dream life? I am back working out and that's probably been the best thing that I could have done. I'm eating better than I've eaten because my body, I owe it to my body to be that fueling and fuel it well so that it has the energy to go and do what I ask of it every day. Yeah. And, and I sit and I do sit in quiet on the floor in the middle and just let everything just, right. <laughs> and I claim more space for myself than probably I ever have it's um it's really that and i do you know i don't know if i meditate but i think the quiet and turning people off outside and just being in my own space and being in my own company that's the thing that i do every day Mm -hmm. because it it just really gives me the perspective to and it keeps the peace because if i find that if i do not have that my my body feels chaotic my body feels tired and I don't, now that I've had peace in my world, it's something that I strive for every single day. 
it's a it's a beautiful it's a beautiful feeling and just just a time to have that moment that quietness to reset mm-hmm. yeah you know and the universe sometimes it gives us these wonderful colds and puts us in bed for three days but and i think it was somebody <laughs> and i think it was somebody who wrote on well i guess it's time to surrender to sleep and i'm like you know what i'm just gonna have sleep and let somebody and be open to receive someone, you know, bringing me soup and helping me. And because I've always been the one that gave and gave and gave and gave and served and served and served and, and then begged for somebody to bring me soup in bed, naming my ex-husband and, you know, but we won't go there. Um, but, you know, and, and, and things like that. But at the end of the day, it's just being open to, you know, be in your own space, be in your own skin and be yeah. comfortable with who you are. And then you can hold space for others in a lot bigger way and, and just someone. And if, and love from people comes in different ways. Love can come from friends. Love can come from clients. Love can come from community. Love can come from your network. It's not just necessarily in the space of a partner or, and, but just being able to receive those compliments. And when somebody gives you one and just say, thank you. It's, it's such a different space to be and don't yeah. deflect on people like don't say oh no that's you know it um be who you are and just Absolutely. know that you can step into something more like don't stay who you are but be who you are in every step of it because it's an evolution it is and you can disrupt your own life because i know that i've disrupt mine and 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 it's rippled into others as well and some of my decisions weren't always the best of because i'm stubborn and i don't listen and I think, mm-hmm. and I always said to my son, I said, if you don't listen, your universal smackdown will be a big one. And he heard it, he got it, he received it. And he was like, oh man, why didn't I listen? I'm like, you know what? I told you, but yeah, I'm, I'm hands off. It's yeah. like, just know. And I always said that there's choice and there's, there's, um, there's choice and there's consequence, right? And if you choose you know, um, to be in a relationship that the person's not emotionally available, then you are going to be, you're going to be unhappy because they will never love you the way that you want to be loved. If you, um, if you choose a path in your business that isn't suiting, it will cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars. Absolutely. If you, um, yeah. And if you choose to self-sabotage, you will stay stuck in the work, in the space for the rest of your life. Um, and that's just like being the creator of your own story. And I've got it tattooed on my arm. You are the creator of my, your own story because it's the mantra that I live by. And if something is not freaking working in my life to create the magnetized dream that I want, then it's time to change the story because I get to decide and every single person out there gets to decide that's listening to this podcast. Absolutely. I, I believe you 100%. That's, that's my mindset. If it's not working, I decide I change it. I believe in being on the driver's seat. I remember I I was in in, in an Uber one time and I we, I got talking with the with the driver and I said and he said he had an amazing he's an amazing amazing person but he he has so much of this um victim kind of mindset and I was I was trying to chat with him to, to, to talk to him I'm like you need to be the driver on the driver's seat of your life just like you're on the driver's seat not driving this car you she, no you can never be on the driver's seat of your life because you never know what is going to happen you know I said 
I said, when you make that decision that this is what I like, I want, this is, and you walk towards it, things will align in your favor. And but I was so happy that by the time I get off, he turned to me and said, thank you. I never saw life the way you just presented it to me. Thank mm -hmm. you very much. I said, I'm, I'm glad I was able to help. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because a lot of people just feel that things happen to them. It just happened to them. It just happened to them. And sometimes they have things happen. happen. Sometimes things sometimes things happen when we least expect them. Yeah. And yeah. um, but it, but sometimes it's what we needed. And mm. it came in a way that because it was like you needed someone, yeah. I mean, it happened. I to my partner, like he arrived. I didn't go out looking. I, he came into the world in a way that I knew. And it was like, who are you? And mm. why are you here? But I know why he was here because I was supposed to leave something and I was supposed to um, think bigger and I was supposed to, and, and, it, and, and I was supposed to listen because there was knowledge there that I had to know. Hmm. But but that happened to you because Heather, you have been planting seeds. Absolutely, right. Absolutely. You have been yep. planting seeds. So what what you've been building or seeding for hmm. showed up, right? But the, yep. as, it, not in the way that you expected. That it, was it wasn't in the way that I expected, and it didn't come in the way that I, you know. But I, yeah. But oddly enough, though, I mean, every day when I looked at my previous, you know relationship it was like get me out of here i don't know how to do this yeah. and it just kind of just boom there it was and but it must have been felt you know and in that space and it was funny because you know the other said person was like i can't live without you and 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 I'm going to lose everything because you're leaving me. And, and you know, you, you, you check, you know, you do a drive-by or, you know, whatever. And it's like, yeah, no, they're still standing. Their company's still there. It's all good. <laughs> no, my ex-husband thought his life was coming to an end, but he's now going to live on the other side of the world with his new wife. So, you know, sometimes, sometimes, and most yeah. times we're, yeah. we're, you know, um, and I, and I will always say, if it's not right for me, it's not right for you. Yeah. And then one, one thing I always say to my clients is that <clears throat> when you, when you begin that, when you begin that life of manifestation, manifesting your dream life or whatever that thing is, don't sit and try to think how it's going to happen because mm -hmm. that's a limitation right there. Mm -hmm. Just say what you want and you just go ahead with doing what you need to do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it will happen in the way, in ways that you, you, you will never, ever, you will never have imagined it was going to happen in that way. And, and that's the beauty of, of, of magnetizing mm -hmm. <laughs> or magnetization. So have you encountered resistance or skepticism from others regarding your pursuit of your dream life? And how did you handle that? You know, my whole publishing company has been under skepticism hmm. and you know but yet there's just evidence every single day that i'm supposed to stay in it and hmm. but i've had to pivot and when things got rough it's like get out get out get out and i'm like mm, 
me just sit with it for a little while longer. Mm-hmm. Right. And I would make it work. And, you know, and we grew to a team of 30 and then we grew to a team of 30 and then it was like, oh, okay. You, you, we're going to take you seriously now. Okay. No problem. You know, so it was, um, it was, it was a growth, right? And then when we moved into spaces of resistance, I find resistance is usually the thing that if, if you kind of like, if it's kind of like hitting your head against a wall constantly and it's like, okay, once, and then it goes back to the clicking. It's like, why is this so hard? What am I saying? What am I putting out there? Why, you know, what is it? And it goes back to, um, you know, even just like I was, I was struggling with my weight for a long time. And then somebody came into my world and said, try this. But I was also ready. But I was also ready to be held accountable, ready to be talked to in a way of you owe this up to yourself now get your now get your butt down to the gym and go you committed you say you want this now show me and it's like well okay so it and so sometimes resistance can just be the mindset that goes along with it because you don't think you have to do the work or it just is the right person gets what you gets what you said or they get your body because i believe that weight loss it's not the same it's not the box thing that works for everybody and you know but but when you're hitting resistance it's like you're doing the same thing over and over again with the same belief pattern and nothing will ever change so there are people out there that can help you move through the resistance and and there's sometimes when people say something you go okay is this really true look at the pattern look at what's in front of you look at the bank account look at all of the things like look at all of the things Hmm. and but if you feel like there's no out and you're bashing your head against the wall it's time to probably leave it because and move in a different direction right yeah because it's 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 otherwise you're going to live this life of just constantly you know and and you're going to lose everything absolutely you know so at some point you've got to stop the bleed you've got to stop the action you've got to stop and and choose a different way Mm -hmm. and so the resistance is there to say hold on talk to the hand and and look at the things that are and and look at the things that are going on around you because you have to pivot you have to go you have to move through these spaces this isn't what you're supposed to be doing i remember my my first compilation i was dealing with my um i was in my health coaching company and my health coaching company wasn't it was just always hard to get clients but then now looking back it was like i wasn't aligned to it i wasn't aligned to it i was pushing something that wasn't wasn't my wasn't where I was supposed to be but then as soon as I decided to start into the publishing world and I did my first compilation those 23 I had that book filled within two weeks with 23 people wow and it was because it was like okay I need two more people two more people two more people I just want to go God show me two more people that would love to share their story or have them come in for the referral and then boom 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 and it was like oh so this is what it feels like Oh, what it feels like. <laughs> this is what it feels like. Okay. I'm in. I, I like this. I like this feeling. I want more of this. And yeah. so, if, so if I've created, so when I talk about creating projects, you know, in order to, you know, move something forward or to create new leads for my company or, you know, ask for the referrals or whatever that looks like. Um, if it doesn't come with ease and flow, it's like, mm, you know, I remember I wanted yeah. to do a men's book 
and the men's yeah. book was it was tough go to fill um but now it's like heather we've seen what you've done we've seen how you know and now it's like you want to do a men's book yeah we'd love to do a men's book i'm like i tried doing a men's book oh i don't remember that like <laughs> i'm like well it was all over social media or so i thought it was but it wasn't but, but, but the right men weren't there so yeah. i think that yeah. is the thing if yeah. something isn't filling if something isn't leave it table it for the pause mm -hmm. it then go mm -hmm. and now it's like we probably have enough people now we know enough men that probably write in that book in a heartbeat absolutely you know and they'll pay and they would pay more in the for, to the chapter and we can create a different a different presence for them because we're ready to go again we're ready to go in that space right so it, it's just really recognizing when you're hitting your head against the wall do you keep re-injuring yourself to a concussion to you'll never recover from or do you, do you sorry that's the healthcare speaking but or do you just pause it table it move on to something that feels more aligned yeah and, when you're in that space it clicks yeah and, and i think the, uh, it's really important when when you're really hitting your head uh, on the wall or you feel in that resistance it's I think it's important to really sit back and 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 question things and ask mm -hmm. things and reflect and try to to dig deep and ask God what's this what's going on because I think sometimes the reason why people just stay stuck in there is because they are not sitting setting uh you know stepping back and say okay what what is this what why am I having this resistance what, what what's going on and then and then be willing to listen you get my point because sometimes when we make up our mind it's almost like i don't care i'm gonna do this this is it this is it and we don't listen <laughs> and then we find ourselves in that place where we, we're pushing so hard and then we just <laughs> we just get pushed back again and then we're not like i have to do this i don't care what's going on this is it i'm gonna do it irrespective of what is gonna no no you don't have to when you when you get in that resistance, step back. And especially when you already know other people that are really thriving in what they're doing, you step back and say, what is going on? Is there a message in here? Is there something else I should have been doing? Am I missing something? Yeah. And then be willing to just be quiet and also listen. Exactly. Right? That listening is so key because my mom says, you never listened to me. And I'm like, I've listened. I just chose I didn't agree with you. <laughs> I heard everything that you've said and there's just certain things that I've listened on and then and then she looks at my partner and says she listens to you and he's like yeah he goes she does but not always and so I'm, I'm stubborn I'm stubborn because and I've I but I've had enough you know universal smackdowns to say hmm, maybe there's some validity in that because I'm not I'm not 35 anymore and I'm 53 and you know maybe there's some things here that I I just really need to encompass so you know yeah. so I really look at all aspects in really a different way but also it's looking at it from a proactive approach versus a reactive approach like Absolutely. when you know um, because I have my own condo I lived with I was married for 30 years of my life and I've lived with people my whole life it was the first time that I've ever lived on my own and you know and now it's like okay what is this what does this look like and you know you've got the time to do it and so 
and this is where it's like, you know, create that safe space, create that, you know, create that environment where you can just sit and be in it. And, and it's probably, and looking inward and looking, and that's why the power that the, the journaling, the book writing the, is such a healing process. And I hear it time and time again, people told me I needed to write a book, but you know, but I, but I started it just because I wanted to heal. And I said, well, you continue thinking that you need to write the book. And one day that, that opportunity will happen for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm here and, you know, but, but, but work through the emotion of it. Right. Absolutely. Because it'll be the biggest transformation that you ever have. Right. And then if you decide to publish with it, you know, cause you want to come from that empowered space, that Absolutely. healed space, because you're serving, you're serving your reader. And that's the biggest thing about authorship is you're serving a reader, you're serving a community, you're taking how to take yourself out of it. So the book starts from a healing from it, from a one perspective. And yeah. but it can sometimes come from a different it, it lands up in a very different way. Um, yeah, when you get there. So it's very amazing. I, I remember when I wrote my book, you know, you I, I published it. And later, at one point, I'm like, ah, maybe is it really great you know you question those things did it did i really do did i really am i really serving the, the reader and then one day i decided to read a, my own book i said let me really sit down really and read my book and i read the book and i'm like oh my goodness this came from me like i was even telling my husband i'm like i'm reading my book and i'm <laughs> <coughs> some words there were some things I, I i said in the book that i said to my husband all of this came from me yeah. like i can't believe like i couldn't believe my eyes and i'm like oh my gosh everybody needs to read my book everybody needs to have a copy of my book and i ordered copies and i'm like i'm gonna give gifts like you know because sometimes you you write your book but then you think you didn't you didn't give your best yeah. You know, you you wonder, did I really did I really put me in there? Did I really serve? The, am I really serving the reader? And it's good. And when you have that feeling, and, and I'm just throwing out this, someone might be listening and might have the same feeling. Yeah. Go back, get a copy of your own book, sit down <laughs> and, read, <laughs> and it. read it. Yeah. If that book impacts you, yeah. then it's impacting the world. Yeah. And that was what I did. And because and I'm always that person that, you know, I always want to go back and do this perfectly and always. And when I read my book, I'm like, gosh, I can't believe it. I will read it. I'll read a sentence or a page. I'm like, I said all of this. I wrote all of this. And it was just amazing. So Heather, what advice will you give someone who is out there listening to you and me feeling stuck, unsure about their, how to manifest their dream life? how to magnetize their dream life. What advice will you, will you give? Reach out to you or me (laughs) 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 would be the first one. Cause sometimes you just need um, the listening ear, right? You need someone just to have someone that you can trust to just talk to someone you can trust. That's kind of gone before you, right? Because most people will give you some type of advice, but really at the end of the day, it's, um, get yourself into a community that can support you right there's lots of women's groups out there um, that can support you put yourself in like-mind community even if you feel that you aren't ready to be there it's okay because i didn't feel like i was ready to be 
in, at a woman's event either, but it was probably one of the best things that I did was because I, it was because I reached out and went to a womanish event 10 years ago that so much changed for me, right? Mm-hmm. I went to CBWN, I went to so many of the wonderful spaces here in our city, and I met so many amazing women who just like were instrumental in leading the way for me. And, and that's really like, get yourself to an event is the first place I would tell people if you're feeling stuck, you don't like something, put yourself in a space of like mind, you, if you, you know, they've gotten themselves unstuck, and they can help you, right? Mm -hmm. If you are in a space where you are looking to change something, look at a life coach, look at a mentor, look at some place that's achieved what you would like to to do right Mm -hmm. um and really go in those spaces journal out get really pen to paper you know you know your fingers on a keyboard are are good too but pen to paper what is it that you want this life to look like for you get clear and when i say get clear you know it's like you don't have to worry about the how and i know we talk a lot about that but even like in the book publishing, like, you know, I can tell people how to, how to book their book, how to publish their book all day long, but sometimes it's, but there's going to be other things that happen along that journey that you never thought of. And that's going to allow the how to, right. And so it's like, get in touch. And so that's really the biggest thing is get clear on what you want. And, you know, because when I was, I think I sat down and so I said, I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't want this again. I'm never doing that. And then, well, then they're like, okay, Heather, but what do you want? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can tell you all the things. And they're like, yes, but what's the opposite of that? Okay, well, I don't want, you know, a person in my world that is mean. Well, then I want a great human. You know, I um, want somebody that can dance, like whatever. Just get clear. And it's okay if you don't know how, and if you're sitting at earning, if you're sitting with one client in your business and you want it to be a seven digit, a seven digit company, that's okay. I want to create a seven digit company. Okay. You know, it's, and, 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 and when you're ready, those things will come, right? And put, and just be open to opportunities. And when somebody tells you something like, you know, Grace tells us that we can live a magnetizing life. Well, Grace, how do I go about doing that? Like, what's my first step? Read my book. Okay. (laughs) So, so it's go out, go out and find the information and then make that path. There's more books out there today than you could ever, than, you know, and I mean, I have my top, my, my top reading ones, right. But learning to love yourself, to step into a life that you want is really my, my space. It's really my jam. It's really do the things that make you feel good and learning to love yourself and know that your unique wisdom, your unique story, your uniqueness is your absolute asset. And once you start to move in that space and just claiming and making your voice known, right? If something isn't serving you, tell the other person, this isn't working for me. Well, then what will work for you? Well, I don't know yet, but I can tell you what my soul is dying and it's because of this, you know, and just leading with that love space. But, you know, getting the help journaling your story putting yourself into a community of like mind because you'll never know what you will find when you do those three things 
Yeah, I, I think that um, going out there and putting yourself in the community of like mind, I think it's it's really that's that's how I started. I I was never um, an outgoing person. Mm -hmm. I was I had a life of how work home, church, work, home, church. I remember one day my daughter said to me, mom, I can tell where you are at every given time of the day. Mm -hmm. I can tell. Mm -hmm. But when I started my journey, you know, of uh, entrepreneur journey, I decided to get out of my comfort zone. I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to build a business <laughs> with this lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I have to go out. I have to meet other women. I have to get to know them they get to know me and it's not a one time till you show up at an event one time and you expect the magic to happen they might not remember you but when you keep going they see your face you see their face oh, oh we met again oh yeah hi how? and before you know you surround yourself with amazing people mm -hmm. amazing women that you mm -hmm. can't even start to build and then mentorship i am a huge fan of mentorship i still have mm -hmm. a mentor i have coaching because I, you, I, I look at it this way. If you want to go to a place, you want to go to somewhere for the first time, you've never been there. You need a GPS. You need a map, a roadmap, mm -hmm. right? Some people say, I'm going to figure this thing out by myself. Yeah, you might eventually get there, but it will cost you so much time, so much pain, so much money. Whereas if you can just go to someone, connect with someone who've been where you are going, they'll hold your hand, guide you, and you'll be there in no time. Exactly. So mentorship, uh, get a coach. Mentorship is a, it's a big thing. Uh, I will always, always have a mentor in my life because mm -hmm. it's needed. It's worth it. So, um, hey, I told you guys that you are in for something big. <laughs> I told you I had the one of the most amazing person. So that was Heather Andrews. You can find Heather if you need to publish your book. She's amazing. Heather will take good care of you. She has an amazing coach, uh, uh, publishing company. And it was it was your, it's your girl, Chris Oven. You can check me out at providenceguide.com. And there is an amazing free gift there for you. Free gift from graceobet.com. Start your journey today and see you next week for another episode. Bye for now. Now are you ready to make your dream a reality? Head to freegiftfromgraceobet.com and start your unique journey today. That is free gift from graceoben.com. See you on the other side.